Hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode eight. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. Today, we're having an honest conversation, mom to mom. Perhaps you've told yourself that the extra stuff in your house isn't a big deal. I mean, it's normal to have overflowing drawers and closet doors you can't easily close, right? Maybe you don't encourage your kids to invite others over for playdates because you're embarrassed at what your home looks like, but you've become very skilled at taking your arm, like one of the bulldozers my boys play with, sweeping all the stuff off the countertops and shoving it all somewhere when an unexpected guest arrives. Maybe you feel this undercurrent of anxiety when you're at home, but it's probably just all you have on your plate, right? Maybe, and maybe not. On today's podcast, I am giving you some tough love because the truth is that clutter is not neutral. It's impacting your physical, mental, and emotional health, as well as the health of your kids. It is literally stealing four things from you, and I want to help you reclaim them. So what do you say? Grab that notebook and pen, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home, calendar, and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Last week in episode seven, we talked about our most precious resources, both tangible and intangible. These resources are limited for everyone, but especially for moms, because we are constantly having demands put on us by the little people in our care, as well as our partners, our family and friends, colleagues, and so on. If you are feeling exhausted at the end of each day, you may not think that clutter has anything to do with it. I mean, we don't usually collapse into bed at night and think, man, that clutter is really making me tired, right? But the truth is there is scientific evidence that clutter is stealing four things from us, four things that align very closely with the resources we talked about last week. So let's dive into them, shall we? The first thing that clutter is stealing from you, your time. Our time feels like our most precious resource, doesn't it? We never seem to have enough of it for the things we need to do, let alone for the things we want to do. But what you may not realize is that our belongings take up our time. And the more we have, the more time we spend on them. Organizing, cleaning the item or the space where the item is being kept, maintaining, deciding whether we still use or need them, moving the item to another place because we can't figure out what to do with them, All of this takes time that we could be spending on what matters most to us. 
This, of course, not even to mention the time we spend seeing advertisements to buy stuff we don't need, and then the time to return the thing we didn't actually need, or the time donating what we probably never should have purchased in the first place. Think of what you could do with that time. One statistic that I love is from a strange source, the National Soap and Detergent Association, and they found that getting rid of clutter would eliminate 40% of housework in the average home. 40%. And I believe it. When we get rid of clutter, especially on surfaces, it makes it so much easier to clean because we don't have to move everything out of the way. So if you're not a huge fan of cleaning like me, remember that less clutter means less to clean and reclaiming your time for more important things. Okay, now let's move on to the second thing clutter is stealing from us, our peace. I always say, and I'm completely serious, that simplicity is my sanity. Throughout my infertility journey, which I talk about in episode one, then having two under two and having postpartum anxiety, and even now as a stay-at-home mom to two extremely energetic boys, if I don't have a space clear of clutter, I feel anxious. And as I mentioned last week, if you feel the same way, you are not crazy. Clutter impacts our stress and anxiety levels directly. Let me dive into this one study for a minute and geek out with you because I think it's extremely important. The study from 2010 followed 30 heterosexual couples, both working, and they recorded tours of their homes. So the couples provided saliva samples to measure cortisol, a stress hormone, and they also filled out reports about their moods. So here's what the researchers found. Women who described their homes as messy, cluttered, disorganized, and so forth, had cortisol levels associated with adverse health outcomes, whereas women who described their homes in more relaxing, calming, quiet terms had cortisol levels indicating greater psychological and physical well-being. Next, women who were describing their homes in more negative terms also tended to show a greater increase in depressed mood throughout the day, consistent with greater fatigue in the evenings and a more difficult transition from work to home. Um, Hello. (laughs) Does that sound familiar to anyone? I mean, clutter is really causing depression, is causing fatigue, is causing us to have a difficult time when we get home. And here's what's really interesting. Men did not experience the same negative associations as the women. So here's what the researchers noted. Quote, our largely null results for husbands contrasted with significant results for wives suggest that women may be more sensitive to the home environment or may feel a greater sense of responsibility for the home. For example, feeling guilty about clutter. And so, I mean... I, as a stay-at-home mom, I'm taking on the majority of the responsibility for keeping our home. Um, Maybe you're the same. And so when we think about that, yeah, I mean, we have the most responsibility. Of course, we're going to be the most impacted by our homes. So if you are nodding your head vigorously, I hope you feel validated that you are not crazy and you are not alone. Clutter is literally visual stimulus overwhelm. 
which is why I mentioned last week, it impacts our focus because our brain sees clutter as undone tasks. We cannot be peaceful or calm because we keep thinking about all the things we haven't done, the things that are in our homes, and the things that aren't where they're supposed to be, and that doesn't allow us to feel at home in our own homes. So clutter raises our stress and anxiety levels, causes us to not be able to focus, so we feel distracted and uneasy rather than at peace. So what is number three? Glad you asked. Clutter impacts our physical health in other ways than just stress and anxiety. A 2015 study found that people living in cluttered bedrooms are at higher risk for sleep disturbances and have lower sleep quality. And a 2016 study found that people in messy kitchens, given the option to eat cookies, crackers, or carrots, picked, you guessed it, more cookies than those in a tidy kitchen. So when our kitchen is messy and disorganized, we are more likely to pick something to eat to calm our stress, like unhealthy food, which in turn impacts our physical health. But we know it's one thing if it impacts our health. But when it comes to our kids, whoo, I don't know about you, but I'm likely to go all mama bear on anything that's going to harm my kids' health, you know? So what about clutter and our kids? Well, as you probably know, our kids' bodies and brains are developing well into their teen years and beyond. And when kids are very young, they are living so much by their senses in the environment around them. One of my favorite parenting books is Simplicity Parenting by Kim John Payne. And in this book, he talks about how clutter is sensory overload for children. In his words, quote, Children are such tactile beings. They live so fully by their senses. But imagine the sensory overload that can happen for a child when every surface, every drawer and closet is filled with stuff. So many choices and so much stimuli rob them of time and attention. Too much stuff deprives kids of leisure and the ability to explore their worlds deeply, end quote. So when you think about the fact that clutter is impacting the health and development of your children, it is, in some ways, stealing the childhood that they deserve. Perhaps you think this is a bit dramatic, but I have seen how my kids act when there are toys overflowing everywhere and how they act when an environment is uncluttered. It's night and day. Okay, now let's move to the final thing that our clutter is stealing from us. This should come as no surprise, but it's our energy. So many of the moms I speak to say they struggle to find the time and energy to declutter, and I totally get it, I really do, because our lives are so demanding and our energy is easily depleted. But when our energy is constantly being used to make unnecessary decisions caused by too much stuff and too many choices, from picking up stuff all around us all day long, or moving stuff from place to place or pile to pile, all of this takes energy. And here's the thing, here's the real heart to heart right here. You are worth more than what you ever paid for the stuff in your home. I don't care if you have what the average American family has in your home, 300,000 items, supposedly. Even if all of those things were worth $1, you are more than that. You are worth having a motherhood that you enjoy, a life that you enjoy. You are worth your time, your peace, your physical health, your energy. You are worth spending time on the relationships and activities that mean the most to you. Your clutter is stealing it from you, and it's time to take it all back. Are you with me? 
If so, I would be so happy if you joined our free Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm. Or if you need more personalized support, I'm now offering decluttering coaching services and have three slots open for November. You can message me on Instagram and we can figure out how to reclaim those resources that you so deserve. So to recap, your clutter is stealing from you. You deserve better, your kids deserve better, and even if you feel like you're drowning, I promise there is a way out to reclaim your time, your peace, your health, and your energy. I hope this episode blessed you and can't wait to see you right back here next Thursday. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact. But 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.